Some of you, what you need is six hours non-stop breakthrough prayers. And you are there vomiting those revelations you pack up in your spirit. They've heard so many things and they refuse to say it out. So we know that we are already righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Already have received the right way to get things done. Concerning that matter, you are standing with Christ with no sense of guilt. God has said, this is the way. You follow the way. But if you are going on the way, that doesn't mean that you will not meet resistance. That doesn't mean you will not face issues. So you don't because of issues or what you face and turn back. I'm still on just shall live by faith. I might hand it on Sunday. I don't know it was going to be this long. Um, but let me quickly do a recap. So the just shall live, the just live by faith. Living by faith, part three. I want to remind you that we say that faith begins with, faith is the gift of God. So faith is enhanced and is ignited by the revelation of God. So faith is the gift of God. Now let me quickly give you this analogy which I learned from my mentor. He said this is how you see it. If you find yourself in a well, um, let's say for example you need to get out of a well or a particular pit that is very very deep and then somebody come with a rope and stretch or just throw the rope down into the well and then by holding on to the rope you are able to you know climb and get out of the well he said faith can be likened to the rope that is thrown to you Alright? And then you now using that rope as a tool to get out of the well or the pit. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. The ones that give you the rope is grace. The rope that is given to you is faith. Both of them are not yours. Praise God. You know the Bible says that Jesus has appeared to all men. The way he put it is grace has appeared to all men teaching us. And the grace of God has appeared to all men teaching us. So Jesus Christ is one that was full of grace and truth. And then when he died and resurrected, the grace was unleashed. Do you get what I'm saying? So the grace is there. He has made things available. So faith has been deposited in you. So it's not a non-believer. Faith is in you. Someone say faith is in me. So the, the rope now is the tool, is faith. The ones that throw the ropes to you to get you out of the well is grace. Praise the Lord. And also you know that there are certain things that probably we might find ourselves that is only by faith we can get out of it. And then I want to tell you, Revelation is the substance of faith. I've shared that. That revelation, the only thing that enhances or produces faith in us is revelation. And revelation is good news. Revelation is God's voice. Revelation is the substance of faith. It is the substance of faith. It comes into our heart. Now, don't forget uh, that centurion leader, he said, he just speak a word. So he knows that the word will command the daughter of the child to be healed. So he believed Christ enough to say, just speak a word. Jesus said, I will come to you. He said, don't worry, don't bother to come. Just speak a word. Now, if you look at that scripture very well in context, it says, I'm a man under authority. It says, I say to this one, go, and they go, and I say to this one, come, and they Come. So he said, when it comes to military power, I have it. But when it comes to spiritual power, you have it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I believe you to speak a word. Now don't forget, we don't operate like centurion leader now. We don't believe him to speak a word. We speak the word. Praise God. And that's what we looked into on Sunday. He says, and that's why the Bible says that the word that I send out will not come back to me void. It shall accomplish the purpose for which I sent it. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Right? As rain come down and bring forth fruit and board. And bring forth fruit and board. It says, So shall my word go out, be that go out, and shall not come back to me void. 
shall accomplish the purpose for which it was what? Sent. And then it shall prosper him. So don't forget that in Psalm 107 verse 20, it says that he sent his word and he heals them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his word. So now, how we release our faith is by speaking his word. Now I'm just trying to I mean, do overview of what we have done so far. I said by the words of your mouth you shall be condemned and by the words of your mouth you shall be what? Justified. Praise the Lord. So that's what the scripture says. That's what the scripture says. Now, remember that woman of the usual of blood, he says that, the Bible says that, and she heard about Christ, and she said to herself. And she heard about Christ, and she said to herself. Now, it looks like you hear to say, praise God. So, and she heard about Christ. What did she hear about Christ? Gospel, glory to God. The wonderful work Jesus was doing, scripture says he has spent everything that she had. You got her. Everything. And she heard about Christ and she said to herself, he can, I, can, I can just touch the hem of his garment. And I remember, um, I can often forget, um, Bishop Butler was saying in a conference, he said, you know, why she touched the hem of the garment is when she heard about Christ, she, there will have been a time to meditate, to think about what she heard, and then, you know, Holy Spirit connected that to the scripture that says that the Son of Righteousness shall rise with healings in his wings. He says the hem of his garment is, is referred to as wings. In the Old Testament, you remember Malachi, the son of righteousness shall rise with healings in his wings. He said that word wings, he said, is the same as Christ's garments. And I know he's referred to as the son of righteousness. So the woman had an understanding that even in his wings is healing. Praise God. And she said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garments, something will happen. And she got it. Glory to God. So it means that when you hear God's word, there are certain things that transpire within your heart and then with that thing, when you hear God's word, when you hear about Christ, you hear the gospel, then you roll the word in your heart, think the word, you ponder on the word, then it becomes so established in your heart, then when you speak it, it's very strong. It's coming, it's already rooted in your heart. When you speak it, it's not coming out fast. It's strong. It's coming out with understanding. You just know that, you know that you know, as you have spoken, things have happened. In fact, sometimes you sense it right there. You know that you have released like virtues have got of you. Glory to God. See, let me tell you something. When you speak, your life goes in the direction of your statements. When you speak, if, if, if you are short and you are speaking yourself like you are describing yourself to be tall, even if physically you are still challenged, like they said that's Vertical challenged. Do you understand? If vertically you are still challenged, but in your thoughts you will be so high. You will be so tall. You will never feel inferior with anybody. And that could lead to a change in your physical height. Glory to God. It has happened in some meetings. You know those town. And then their trouser was like this. And then they just, like, maybe five inches or three inches, they just you know, grow up. Because the prophetic world came, you know, thank you daddy, there are some people here who have been believing God to, you know, grow and then they are above 21. You see, that's, that's, that's what faith does. It, it suspends the, the natural because it's supernatural order. Glory to God. So if Jesus could walk on water, you can grow taller. Glory to God. Now I don't want to grow taller again. Glory to God. I'm okay like this. But you see, if you, if you, but you can use your faith for better things. I mean, I mean, I, I, well, you can use it. God, concerns, God is concerned about many things. He's concerned about everything that you are concerned about. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aha! Well, you see, if you trigger your faith, so that your faith will not finish. Use it for... <laughs> well, as long as you keep hearing God, your faith can't finish. Glory to God. Your faith can't finish. So that's what the woman said. She said to herself, if I can just touch 
Remember Mary. Scripture says, blessed is she that believed that there shall be, there will be a fulfillment of those things that were spoken to her. So she heard and she believed. And then don't forget, she didn't just believe. When she believed, she also what? Confessed. Alright? Let it be unto me according to your word. She confessed. Now I think where we are spiritual lazy is the part of confession actually. I mean, sometimes meditation too. People are lazy. I mean, meditation primarily you think within yourself. You think in your heart the message that you have received. The message. As I'm talking to you now, it's not impossible. God is opening your eyes to see that area that is difficult in your life. And then there's a word that is popping up in your heart. And then you begin to ruminate on that word in order to address that issue. Are you getting what I'm saying? And it doesn't stop in church. But God has used the gathering of believers and the message to open your eyes to it. So that means beyond church, there's more work to do, right? And hence, so you pray and then you meditate. You think. That's what I mean by meditation. You ponder. You ruminate. Do you remember in a Greek we were taught about ruminant animals? Do you remember those animals? That when they take, they will first go like goats. They will go to where beans, you know, where beans, maybe they put beans somewhere and they will just put their mouth. Wow, wow, wow. Because they are stealing at that moment. So they will get much more enough and then they will go somewhere when they, when they chase them and then they will now sit down, lie down somewhere and then you see them shaking their mouth. You see their mouth moving. So they are now like regurgitating, they are now really, really taking care, chewing very well. What? Because they said there is a, there are four stomachs, a big four, four compartments in their stomach. The omasun, abomasun. I don't know. Maybe I still remember all those things. I, do I remember? Yes. Yes, yes. Glory. Clap your hands for me. So, so I, you know, and then they will say from one compartment, uh, uh, reticulum or something. Uh-huh. So then it will now begins to now move because they first stored it, and that's what happened. All right, when you hear God's word, it just it's just first stored somewhere. So there is need for you to go back to now, you know, be hitting it. You now hitting it properly to digest it. That's what meditation does. When you are thinking and pondering on God's word, especially the revelation they put in your heart, so these financial issues can be addressed this way. So this is the scripture for, and you get what I'm saying? And you are thinking it's so practical, it's so easy. But the problem is, when people leave church, then church leaves them, the revelation leaves, everything is just, is over. So until the next Sunday or the next midweek service, and you get what I'm saying? But believers' life is not like that. We live our life consistently and constantly in the spirit. 24-7. Glory to God. Don't forget this woman that said to herself, there was no meeting. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's, woman, it's not impossible when she heard about Jesus Christ. It was after she heard about Jesus Christ, right? And it might not be where she heard about Jesus Christ, but on her own where she was, she was still saying to herself. Are you getting what I'm saying? She was still saying to herself. So two hours, three hours, sometimes it's not enough. Have you ever been in God's presence before and you are lost and three hours all alone? Alone, you just come to church. And then you see, people who are lost in God's presence most of the time, the truth is, if you don't really have any major assignment you want to do after church, those kind of people don't look for a way to actually get out of service. Are you getting what I'm saying? That they, they are not the type that watch time for the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm, I'm not saying because of that now. We now do elongated, do you get what I'm saying? But the truth is, long meetings have helped people's faith in times past. Retreats. You stay there and you are praying. You, some of you, what you need is six hours non-stop breakthrough prayers. And you are there vomiting those revelations you pack up in your spirit. A lot of word people have heard. They've heard so many things and they've refused to say it out. Heard so many things. Believe, even when they heard those words, but they have not been able to convert their belief into what? Into confession. If not have that avenue, it's when you now hear some crazy prayers. Lord, Lord, Lord. I, I, I can't remember. Can, can any of you give me those kind of prayers? Now when you hear them like they say, <laughs> he, you, you will pray it with zeal. Because the way the prayer will come out, the thing will just hit you on your head. Bah! Hey, you say, oh Lord. Hey, another four years of APC. Oh Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> As, as you, as you located Goshen in, in Egypt. Praise the Lord. 
That's why I've, seen, I've noticed that most believers are impromptu believers. They are, they are, what's that thing? Dot com. Last minute dot com believer. <laughs> Last minute dot com believer. They will just call and say, ha, ah, do it. Say, do it. Now, go. Now, now, now. You see, you can be in a meeting and you are 18 years and God is speaking to you about your marriage that will take place in 25 years. You don't know. I remember when on the Monday, our coordinators, they were talking, we wanted to have a VG. So our coordinators were talking about maritals and blah, blah. So we just look at them. You know, some of them are like um, eight years, seven years older than us. So we were somewhere discussing something else. So they were discussing maritals and blah, blah. We just, we just look at them that what's doing all these events that they're talking maritals. So, so we just, we didn't actually, we're not rebellious, we're not rude to them. So what they noticed that we're not interested. So one of them just called me because, you know, I've always been the coordinator of those younger kind of group, you know, and all that. And then wherever I'm going, others will just follow. So they know that if they can speak to me to get my attention, they will get the attention of the others on that subject matter. So when I got there, they said, you see, you know, you people may not need this thing now, but you need to start praying about it. Say, say, ah, I'm praying about my wife. <laughs> about my wife. This one is looking for admission. This one is This one is admitted we are not sure whether it's in school. There are many things that are, you know, at different level. Just like you, you, you can look at yourself now, you might be thinking that you don't deserve to have an estate. Some people just, you have used, you, you, there's a way you have rearranged your life in such a way you believe that certain things you won't get because they told you a fool at 40 is a fool forever. So you don't want to be a fool by 40. So you arrange some things, attach it for 40. And then you take something, um, they say silver jubilee, gold, golden jubilee. You've attached some stuff to all those years that when you are 70, there should be some things. When you are, you understand? Whereas, that's not God's plan. Praise God. So it, you can know some things ahead. You can know some things ahead. But you see, it's by being close to God and you heard him. He said, blessed is he that believed. For there shall be performance of those things that were told her. Hebrew 11, 11. That were spoken to her. Now what about Sarah? That's Sarah. That's Hebrew 11, 11. If you check Hebrew 11, 8, you know Abraham was called. She heard a voice. Don't go out of your father's house if it's your friend that calls you. Praise God. <laughs> Don't go out of your father's house. If it's man that calls you. For if it's God that calls you, then you go out. Alright? Because the voice of men don't enhance our faith except men that are in alignment with God. Alright? Except men that are in alignment with God. Even scripture says that Sarah conceived you know, have physical strength in the holding um, um, when she was old she received strength to conceive a child when she was old is that because she judged him faithful that promise so you know how can you promise someone without speaking she judged him faithful that what don't forget when they went to go and eat in Abraham's house and then she said by this time next year the time of life and I said, um, Sarah shall conceive. And she laughed to her. Do you remember the story? And she laughed. Ah, and God said, why did you laugh? I said, ah, I didn't laugh. You know what I found out? I realized that sometimes your laughter, whether it's belief or unbelief, is too late to affect what God wanted to do. And I realized that because Sarah was not really believing, Abraham believed because Abraham believed them, Sarah's laughter couldn't stop God from doing it. And let me tell you something. Because Sarah laughed, eventually, eventually, her laughter from the, the carnal level turns to a supernatural one. How many of you remember? When she conceived, she said, Now, the Lord has remembered me and blessed me and named the child laughter, right? He said, Now people will laugh with me. Praise God. That's partnership. If you are single and you laugh, God will just be looking at you. <laughs> or if both of you laugh, your Abraham laughed to your Sarah. 
Eh? And your Sarah is laughing at the same time. At what God is there. Hey, <laughs> me. Do you understand? Aha. Praise the Lord. So therefore, God's voice, good news, or rema, is the substance of faith that, that, that gives evidence to the invisible. Substance of faith that gives evidence to the invisible. Now let me quickly share some things with you which is very important. Go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. And from there, I will show you something in Habakkuk and, and um, maybe just Habakkuk. Josh shall live by faith is seen in Habakkuk 2, 1 to 4. Especially verse 4. We'll, we'll look into it. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. Alright? We'll look into it. Romans chapter 1, 16 to 17. Don't forget I share that with you, so I'm not going to go back there. When he says the gospel, you know, it's not a shape of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. The good news, the voice of Christ. Alright? So, but let's start with Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. Oh, you poor and silly and thoughtless and unreflecting and senseless Galatians. Now, that's a letter to his sons and daughters. So, you see all the qualifications there. You know, I can't call you senseless now. You rather prefer your biological parents to tell you senseless than for your spiritual parents to say senseless. All right? Well, I agree with you because if your biological parents say senseless, you just say that's the way you have always been saying it since I was born. You are even used to your biological parents saying it. If your spiritual parents say senseless, you know that might be very prophetic. Even that sense you have might be taken away from you. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> so even the biological parents might be careful. But you see, you need to look into the context why Paul said senseless. In your normal version, it says foolish Galatians. Oh, you foolish Galatians. Sometimes you need to hear some things that will make your brain start working or working more effectively. So let me read that um, adjectives again. Say, oh, you poor and silly and thoughtless and all reflecting and senseless Galatians. Now, take anyone that you think belongs to you there. And there's an exclamation mark here. He said, Galatians. I mean, he was talking with authority. He said, who has fascinated or bewitched or cast a spell over you? And then what is he trying to do? He's just trying to say that, look, oh, the way your salvation started, the way you got into Christ was spiritual. It's so funny how some of us, we hear the voice, the voice of God concerning our marriage, and then we start spiritually, and then want to continue carnally. Alright? We want to continue carnally. If you start something spiritually, God will have every other thing you need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and this righteousness, every other thing shall be what? Added to it. See, just seek the kingdom first concerning your maritals, seek God's mind first. Let it be, let it start with spiritual, do you understand? Understanding and revelation from Him. I'm not talking about seeing somebody in a vision and pushing somebody in the dream and playing, you my lover. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that you have a substance of revelation, you rest in your spirit concerning your marital life. And then it starts spiritually and you pray and then you know that you know that your spirit is in connection with this person. And then you look at it, understanding wise, mind wise, you know, you can grow together and in everything and then body wise too, it's not bad. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is attraction, there is chemistry, there is um, um, necessary subjects um, that can, um, you know, later lead to biology, because you don't start with biology, later lead to biology, when you are married and reproduction, are you getting what I'm saying? And all those stuff, it must be there. But see, it starts with spiritual things first. He said, but you can't start a company spiritually and you want to run it carnally. Your company that starts without considering the effect of economy. Now the company starts that you are now looking at economy to decide for the company. Instead of running it based on, are you getting what I'm saying? We are not saying you will not look at necessary factors. 
environmental factors, economic factors, policies that favors your business. But look, those ones are still in, they are still subjective, praise God. You see, because your company starts, spiritually is a different one. Your career starts spiritually. If they are sacking everybody, you shouldn't be restless. Because your company starts or your career starts with rest in your spirit. So the challenge of the Galatians is that their Christian journey, their faith, their everything started spiritually. And then some people came and they were talking to them about circumcision. They were talking to them about law. Are you getting what I'm saying? That there's still this part of the law that you need to obey. There's still, do you understand, traditions of men and all that. Say, so Paul, Paul said, look, you guys, you are foolish. You started well. And then you are doing nonsense now. You started in the spirits and you are going carnal about it. I just create that understanding so that we can, when I read, I'm going to read fast now. Say, so I cast a spell over you. Unto whom right before your very eyes, Jesus Christ the Messiah was openly and graphically set forth and portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you this one question. Now look at the question. Very important question. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit as a result of obeying the law? Look at it. And doing its works? Or was it by hearing the message of the gospel and believing it? Praise the Lord. Did you receive your babe by law and by doing its works? I know you say no. You did not just receive in the spirit, you receive physical confirmation. Praise God. Now we should do it, do it quickly. See, I remember I preached <laughs> as law basement. Praise God. Probably somebody is copying your message now. Not which you are doing. Do it quickly. Glory to God. Now, if you look at your version, it said by hearing of faith. By hearing of faith. What is, what is the hearing of faith? The gospel. Don't forget. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of God for it's the power of God unto what? Salvation. See, he said, look at it. He said, did you receive the Holy Spirit as a result of obeying the law or doing its works? Or was it by hearing the message of the gospel and believing it? Was it from obeying a law of rituals or from a message of faith? I'm reading Amplified. Look at what it says. It says, are you so foolish? Are you so senseless? Are you so silly? Having begun your new life spiritually with the Holy Spirit, are you now reaching perfection by dependence on the flesh? Uh, and I see that that's one of the challenges that some of us have. When we receive something you know, as a revelation, if you read the Habakkuk, if I had gone back, if I had done Habakkuk first, he said, because he said, the vision is for what? An appointment time. An appointment time. The vision is in the revelation. Are you getting what I'm saying? In some cases, the vision is revelation that comes to your heart. And he says, it's for appointed time. Now, if you have received a revelation, let's say you have even started it. Alright? The time has come, you have started it. So he's saying that, how can you start something supernaturally? As somebody who you hire in your business is now dictating to your supernatural sense. Are you not senseless? Is that not what he's saying? Praise the Lord. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. How can somebody, how can you start a life? How can you start a marriage? How can you start a company? How can your career start? I know most of the people don't know the career they're supposed to do in life. They're just... Especially in Africa, where there are no jobs. The ones that is available like this, people just switch. Pam! They have gone. Even medical doctors. Before you know it, you find them in, in banks. Medical doctors are in banks. So let's say you start your career. That's why in Africa, that's why we need more faith in Africa. Alright, to operate faith. To actually really know what we are doing. 
in Africa. Because government is alternative to God sometimes. If governments make provisions of everything, that's why you go to Europe, they don't have as much as faith as we have. Are you getting what I'm saying? In a way, they don't seek God as we seek Him. Because we know light is going to go. Alright? Security is not like that in place, even though they have their own issues too. Somebody who is normal today can just bring out gun and kill everybody at the bus stop. <laughs> their own demons are special. They're not like our own. I will cover their face and will be coming like terrorists. Their own is they disguise as normal people. I've never seen that in Nigeria before. That you get to a bus stop and someone just bring out gun and start killing everybody in the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you are looking for LAPD. That's Lagos Police Department. No, thank you, Los Angeles. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you get that. He said, So why are you doing your life like this? Why are you why do you start something with prayer which should be sustained with prayer and then you branch into management books? There's nothing wrong in taking management book, but you must still continue the prayer. Because that's how it's going to be sustained. There are certain things that no books will reveal unto you. There's no book on how to avoid froster. Go and Google it. Maybe there is. But I don't think there is. John C. Maxwell cannot tell you everything about discovering discovery out of your employees or by your leadership style. Alright? Somebody who is cooking things against you. Cook others. But let me tell you something. Is in the spirit we know things. Look at verse 3. Are you so foolish and senseless and silly? Having begun your new life spiritually, I was just wondering if you are hearing, are you so foolish and senseless and silly? You just be warning you that you just came now. That's what's going on. Is you who's by we go read this? Having begun your new life spiritually with the Holy Spirit, are you now reaching perfection? By depending on the flesh, have you suffered so many things and experienced so much all for nothing to no purpose? If it really is to no purpose and in, and in vain, he said, then does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works powerfully and miraculously among you do so on the grounds of your doing what the Lord demands? Or because of your believing in and adhering to and trusting in and relying on the message that you heard? Do you get that? Do you get that? See, see, let me read it again. Verse 5. It said, the ones that walks the dimensions of the spirit among you. How does he do it? By the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? By the gospel? And I like the way this amplifier put it. He said, if he applies his own faith, you also use your own faith to connect it. Look at what he says. Let me read it again. He said, now follow me. He said, then does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works powerfully and miraculously among you, do so on the grounds of your doing what the Lord demands? He said, look at it. The people of the Old Testament, when they were doing the Lord, did they receive the Spirit? Is that how you receive the Spirit too? Look at it. Of your doing what the Lord demands, or because of your believing in and adhering to, and trusting in, and relying on the message that you heard. Can you see that? Now that looks like a process. You first believe in. Then when you believe in, you key to it. You adhere to it. To adhere to something means that if there are instructions that come to you, you obey it. Look at it. He said, you had, you adhere to it. Look at it. Verse 5. You adhere to it. And then you trust in the message. So, when you obey certain instructions, then you carry out some things. You still believe in the stuff. And then it looks like the more you believe, the more the contrary wind on the outside. The more the contrary response on the outside. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now you believe so much that the light of God has come. And then darkness on the outside. Then he says, now it's time to trust in 
the message that you heard. So it says you believe it, you adhere to it, you respond to it, and then you trust in it. Then he now says, so you rely on the message. Your my life depends on the gospel. My life depends on what I heard from God. He's saying that is faith. He said that's how you receive the Holy Spirit that was released unto you. By the hearing of faith. See, you understand it better now. Because he's trying to describe the life of Abraham. Verse 6. He said, Thus Abraham believed him and had yet told and trusted him and relied on God. Look at it. He said, And it was reckoned and placed to his account and credited as money, righteousness. Glory to God. So you have an account. You have an account with God. Oh, what is it? That when you believe God, the Bible says you believe unto what? Righteousness. So you receive an alert of righteousness concerning what you are believing in. Now, you are ready the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So we know that we are already righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Already you have received the right way to get things done. Righteousness. Right way to get things done. Righteousness. You already received the righteousness concerning that matter you are standing with Christ with no sense of guilt. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are standing where Christ is standing. It's credited to you as what? Righteousness. He said the same thing happened to Abraham. He said concerning that job, it's credited to you as righteousness. So where Christ is standing, standing concerning your job, concerning your promotion, that's where you are standing. A right standing with God. So look at it. He says, it's, it's the same way Abraham believed and is re- responded, is reckoned to him and placed in his account and credited as righteousness as conformity to divine will in purpose. Can you see that? That is, he conformed to divine will in purpose, thought, and action. In purpose, thought, and action. Genesis 15, 6. Now we're not going there. Verse 7, he said, Know and understand that it is really the people who live by faith who are the true sons of Abraham. So it means that almost everything that Abraham went through, those process, those protocols, believers will go through those protocols. Do you get what I'm saying? You will pray and you will receive and you yet to manifest or to experience in the physical. Now your own might not be 25 years, it might be 25 months. Your own might be 25 days. Your own might be 2.5 days. I know that what you like. Glory to God. Or two and a half hours. Or two minutes, five seconds. Praise God. That's when you hear, now, faith is now, Lord. Glory to God. But you see, we have seen all kinds in the scripture. Miracles that happen instantly. There are some that Jesus Christ said they should go and wash. Do you understand? Or they should go and share testimony. Nothing has happened. It was the lepers. You remember the lepers? It was when they believed the word that said that they should go and share the testimony. Nothing has happened. And lepers started going. Do you understand? They go and share the testimonies. And they were cleansed. Praise the Lord. Different kinds in the scripture. Different kinds. When the centurion man said, speak a word. When he spoke the word. You remember when the man was going? He met one of his servants rushing down. He said, what happened? Ah. He said, your daughter or your child is back to life. Healed, raised, blessed, healthy. You know what the man said? He said, at what time? It was exact time that Jesus Christ spoke. Praise God. The same person that said, go and share testimony. Do you know, if you check very well, in fact, there's a place in Matthew chapter 17. He said, this kind cannot go. <laughs> this kind. So, demons are in kinds. May those kind of kinds that Jesus was trying to describe, not relay you, praise God. Because it will be too late for you to start fasting and praying. Those kind of demons will only respond to somebody who has been fasting and praying.
So he said, no and understand that it is really the people who live by faith who are the true sons of Abraham. So there are sons of Abraham and there are two sons of Abraham. But the ones that are really sons of Abraham are people who live by faith. It's not by singing, Abraham blessings am I, Abraham blessings. There are people who are not singing, Abraham blessings am I, but the blessings are really theirs because they live by what? By faith. Simple. And what is their living by faith? They hear God they believe what God they hear. They read the scripture. And revelation comes to them. Concerning their marriage, Concerning their job. Concerning their finances. Concerning this. They receive clarity. And they are working out what they heard from God. They believe it. They receive instruction. They adhere to it. They trust in what they heard. They trust in God that spoke to them. Like Sarah judging faithful that promised. You see that? Alright? Verse 8. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify, declare righteous, put in right standing with himself, the Gentiles in consequence of faith, proclaim the gospel for telling the glad tidings of his Savior long before and to Abraham in the promise. Can you, can you imagine? So how did Abraham have faith? By hearing the gospel. Can you see that Abraham heard the gospel? Proclaim the gospel to Abraham. Bible says God preached the gospel to Abraham. Glory to God. God preached the gospel to Abraham. Now, it's not because Amplified, like they say, is women Bible. You know, Amplified, many words. Women Bible. I'm sorry. I'm not the one that said it. It's Macankins um, that said it. Praise God. Ha 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 ha. So it's ha 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 that said it. Praise God. So it says women Bible. So you now, the words are not direct. He's trying to amplify it. He gets what I'm saying. So, and the scripture foreseeing that it would justify, alright, the Gentiles in consequence of faith, preach the gospel to Abraham in the promise, saying, in you shall all the nations of the earth be what? Be blessed. So what was the gospel that Abraham heard? That you will, there is a seed, that in you shall all the nations of the earth be what? Be blessed. So he's already proclaiming Savior to Abraham. That's why Abraham just connected. Just like the angel spoke to Mary. Do you get that? Now, let's read on. Verse 9. It says, So then, those who are people of faith are blessed. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Now check it. Look, look at what it says in verse 7. He said, No, and understand that it is really the people who live by faith who are true the sons of Abraham. Now, don't forget that Abraham didn't just live by faith, he was actually blessed by God. Are you get what I'm saying? As a result of faith in God. As a result of his faith in God. Now, listen to me very well. Look at what verse 9 says. Verse 9 says, So then, like therefore, he said, those who are people of faith are blessed and made happy and favored by God as partners in fellowship with the believing and trusting Abraham. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say it again. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Look at your neighbor. Say, you are blessed. blessed. Can you help me prophesy to you about four neighbors? Say, you are blessed. 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 Glory. It says that those who truly believe are true sons of Abraham. It said not only that, they are blessed with believing Abraham. Praise the Lord. They are blessed with believing Abraham. So he started talking about the law jargons and how they just believe by faith. It's so plenty here. You know this women Bible. Go to verse 11. It says, now it is evident that no person is justified, declared righteous, and brought into right standing with God concerning a matter through the law. For the scripture says, the man in right standing with God, the just, the righteous, shall live by and out of faith. And he who through and by faith is declared righteous and in right standing with God shall live. Praise the Lord. 
Now let me close with Habakkuk. Now that, that, that's when he started talking about the law that cannot do anything. Look at the verse 12. But the law does not rest on faith, does not require faith, has nothing to do with faith. For it itself says, He who does them, the things prescribed by the law, shall live by them, not by faith. Verse 13 says, Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the cause doom of the law, and his condemnation by himself becoming a cause for us. For it is written in the scripture, Cost is everyone who hangs on the tree is crucified. Now, I want you to understand something. You know that the Galatians were Gentiles. Are you getting what I'm saying? Normally, there was no requirement of the law for Galatians, but some Jews who were born again came to Galatians, all right, to preach to them that they should be given to the law. So he was telling them that, look, oh, it's we that Christ has come to redeem from the cause of the law. It's not even us. You know, Paul was a Jew. Praise the Lord. We are Gentiles that believed. I hope you understand that. The law, your own great grandparents, your great, 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 there's no Moses in your lineage. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't need to connect to Moses. Who did we connect to? Abraham. And how did we connect to the blessing of Abraham? Through Jesus Christ. In you shall all the earth, or families of the earth, shall be what? Blessed. Do you, do you get that now? So, he is not telling us that, you know, we are redeemed from the cause of the law. Don't bother yourself about verse 13. And then he was talking to them, the Galatians, the Gentiles, that we are the redeemed from the cause of the law, for cause is he that is what? Hang on the tree. So, we know that Paul says the gospel is power to salvation to the Jew first. You get what I'm saying? Now, he died for everybody, but the Jew needs to understand that he needs to get out of law of Moses. Alright? Because Christ is the fulfillment of the law so that they can get into grace. So, but we, we are not under anything. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? We are under Omela, um, Obatala, and uh, Urudua, and uh, Amadioa. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not under the law of Moses. We are on our own. We are on our own. Glory to God. And then grace came and found us. So we can say, well, God has redeemed us from the Amadioa, um, the um, and um, do you get what I'm talking about? Alright? Because Moses was um, giving the law for the Israelite. So that's what he said. He said that the blessing, if you check verse 14, he said that the blessing, that the blessing, well, he was hanged on the tree that they might be redeemed from the cause of the law. Well, as he was also hanged on the tree, it was also for the Gentiles. As we were delivered from the cause of the law into grace, the Gentiles too were blessed by Christ's death on the cross. Look at it. That's what verse 14 says. He said, Christ purchased our freedom and blah, blah. See verse 14. He said, to the end that through their receiving Christ Jesus, the blessing promised to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles so that we through faith might all receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. How do you understand what I said? Let me close with Habakkuk. 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 Oh, where is Habakkuk in your Bible? Habakkuk. Yeah, I found it. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Now, we're going to read Habakkuk. We're supposed to read a lot of scriptures on Wednesday, to be able to have proper understanding of what we're sharing. But let me just, I've talked about some of the things I want to share here before, so, but I want to um, refresh it. And sometimes when you eat, how many, how many of you, today is Wednesday, some of you have eaten about twice this week. So you can't say because I'm repeating what I've said, you don't need it. Glory to God. Some of you have eaten your love, because some of you, is rice you like. It's still rice, whether it's um, yellow, or what color is yellow? Orange, or um, uh, fried rice, greenish yellow, or uh, are you getting what I'm saying? Rice is still what? It's rice. Now you garnish it differently. The same way the word of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you look at it, it's faith that you are still teaching. Even though it's garnished differently, it's still faith. You can't say because you have heard it before and you are not hearing it again. 
first time you heard it is not even enough. Alright? You need to hear it again and again. Oh, I know. I have been, I have been, I, I have been rushed to talk out plainly this way to God. This is not the kind of Bible I'm used to. How to check the version. I think it's an old, the amplifier, which I know is amplifying. But this amplifier seems to be a bit different somehow. Past edition. Classic edition. That's what I'm reading. It's different from the regular amplifier. Ah, oh. please, what is the regular? <laughs> oh, it looks somehow old. The classic look somehow. I don't know. Maybe Habakkuk I can. How about Cook Two One? How about Cook Two One? Let me see. I was standing up on my watch. wait. At my God. I will stand up. This wife, I've been reading. Please take. No wonder it has been cold. Hey, my boy, go, go. I can't. Ah. I'm not watching. I'm not Rockefeller. Why are you reading? Those are the Bibles that Rockefeller and the rest read. I mean, I'm not can you? Oh, making me, making me. Oh, my God. See, where I suspected is Galatian. Ah. It's not flowing. What kind of Bible is this one? <laughs> Let me share something. The journey of life is very serious. Listen to me. Let me just tell you something. The reason is because my uh, my my tab is in another car. We both left Ireland at the same time. We'll see how life is. <laughs> And they said, we called them, and they said they were at the second roundabout, which is very close to phase one. And we, we, we went to turn, like fifth roundabouts, you know that fifth, the old former fifth roundabout, we went to turn after elevation. You understand? Turn, and we started coming. So we entered through Admiralty Way to go and, to go through the Ecoiling Bridge. That's how we did it. Papa, we entered Stormyland and we came through. We called them. So we had rest that they were behind us. Or they were very close to us. Because we just entered Admiralty when we called them. I guess we just entered Admiralty. Then they went to Civic Center. They wanted to connect. And I suspected because by the time we were passing, the whole dog was building up already. Now it's not impossible they are not going to meet us here. And they wanted to attend this service. If it was in those days, we would have said somebody has sinned among them. <laughs> so we said, who sinned among you? Who sinned? Can you imagine that we have forgotten that we, we drove all those? Do you know we have forgotten? And they are still driving. Can you imagine? When Jesus told Peter, come. Some people hear God. As we are coming, I just know. Pastor, I said, let's go through the way we came through. And then went through. Do you get it? And they were going and going. Praise the Lord. Let's read the word of the Lord. Not what's in version. I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the tower. Now, look, everybody has got to have a tower. Praise the Lord. Everybody has got to have a tower. You need to have a post where you can say, oh, I'm not a prophet, my friend. In New Testament, you are a prophet. You prophesy. Glory to God. That's not where I'm going. He said, I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. Now, I'd like you to take note of something. You know, I read about Peter and I think it was John when they were going into the, into the temple at the hour of prayer. Now, that word hour of prayer is called prayer watch. I will keep my watch. They have time when they pray. It's compulsory. Nine o'clock. Twelve o'clock. Three o'clock. They are called hours of prayers. Look at what it says. It said, 
in one of those hours, or there's a particular one that I keep, he said, I will keep that watch to see what it will say to me. Now, this means that he's not just going to hear faith, he's going to also see faith. There is a particular thing that describes Moses. There's a way Moses was described in Hebrew. We don't have time to look at it. He said he endured and then did some stuff, believed God, and then, you know, Scripture says he saw the invisible. He saw the what? The invisible. I remember there's a book I read a long time ago. If I don't feel like reading the book again now. Seeing the invisible and doing the impossible by Aura Roberts. Seeing the invisible and doing the impossible. If you can lay your hands on the book, you can read it. It's a very great book. He shared his experience how he built Aura Roberts University. And let me tell you, there is no Christian university you see anywhere in the world. That's where all of them saw it. Every university you see anywhere in the world, although Harvard and all of that started with Christian guys, it's the Christian guys that started Harvard. That's why you see all those schools still enduring till now. Alright? But that you see a church or a denomination, a ministry coming out to say, we are starting university. So the robots that started it. That's where Bishop Oedipo saw it. That's where Bishop Benson also saw it. That's where all of them saw it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And it was a crazy fate. I remember reading the book. They needed about $135 million or something. At that time. And he believed God. And God told him to go and announce it. And it was strange that time. Because it became a national issue. And he announced it. And one man told him. He said he's going to give him that $135 million once. Yes. Yes. And all the projects were... The, the deadline was met. It's not... They reached the deadline. It's not a crazy faith. And you see, let me tell you. When I read... When I, when I read Heroes of faith, stories of the heroes of faith. I realize that the difference between the heroes of faith and those who are just babies of faith. You know the difference? Is that the heroes of faith hear God clearly and they went to do what the word say. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know that we can hear God and God says, Live here and go to Proti. If God tells us that and I come here and say, leave here, God says, we are going to approach it. What will first come to your mind? Is money that will first come to your mind. And I know some of you just say that, ah, if people follow Moses to go, go through the Red Sea. We'll follow you now. And if they chase us, we shall come back. <laughs> no matter we shall find our way back. And what answer I will give as a spokesman when I am reproved? Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets, so that the one who reads it will run. Now, if you write something and somebody reads it and is running, you must be swearing, you must be flying. He said, For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries, it hurries, Okay, it hurries toward the goal of fulfillment, it will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Now, do you see something there? No, 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 what do you see in what I just said? Even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not. Look for where Joshua lived by faith in Hebrew. Hebrew chapter 10, verse 38. If you read from verse 36, he said you will need patience. He said you need patience. No, 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 check it. <laughs> No, check it. Let's close before they come, please. I want th- because I want them to learn the lesson that sin not. Bible says. <laughs> Terrible. Can you imagine how you can reach, how you can break through at the age of forty, massively? 
and somebody is coming back, and somebody who is supposed to break through around the same age too, by your side, will not break through around that time, and is going to break through by the time he's 60 years old. Children will have suffered. Children, children, friends, relations, family. 20 years postponed. Another 20 years added to struggle. To fight, Pab. You have to say it. <laughs> to fear, Pab. Let me also sit down, Jerry. You have need of patience. That's 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 uh, Hebrews chapter what? Hebrews chapter ten verse thirty-six. Yes, you have need of patience. Yes, if you are actually in faith, you must be having perseverance. You must have patience. Yes. Than after you have done the will of God. You have heard the will, but you need to do the will. That is, doing the will is next Sunday. Part 4. My friend, faith without works is what? Is dead. We want to look at the corresponding action after we have. If you don't have revelation, and you have not confessed your revelation, you, your action will be void. Will be in futility. He said, after you have done the will of God, yes, you might receive the promise. That you heard the promise does not mean you have received it. That you believe the promise does not mean you have received it physically. But say you need patience. After you have done the will of God that you might receive or obtain the promise. Yes? For yet a little while. Uh-huh. That shall come will come. Yes, he, yet a little while. He that shall come will come and it will not what? Tarry. I just remember Obadari. Ha-ha. Some people don't know Obadari. Do you know Obadari? Ah, okay, sorry. <laughs> I just know that some people don't know. But you will know Obadari. He lives very close to your house. I know. <laughs> it's all those old CAC prophets. It's come to be with the Lord now. Raw, raw Yoruba prophets. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, you. Oh, oh, good, good. I'm encouraged. Yes. Now the just shall live by faith. You say what? Now the just shall live by what? By faith. You must not quench the fire. Yes. But if any man draws back, if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. If God has said this is the way, you follow the way. Praise God. You follow the way. But if you are going on the way, that doesn't mean that you will not meet resistance. That doesn't mean you will not face issues. So you don't because of issues or what you face, I'll turn back. He said, if you turn back, he said, I don't take pleasure in your turning back. He said, me myself don't have pleasure in your turn. I, I take pleasure in your glorification. I take pleasure in you breaking through. I take pleasure in you getting married to that guy. I take pleasure in you, you know, you know, Buying things everywhere, taking over places. Are you getting what I'm saying? Starting the companies, employing people, getting the job. I take pleasure in you doing well. Say, so if you draw back, I don't take pleasure in that. That does not mean that God is sad. Because I've heard different kind of things. They say, God, they, they see the face of God in the moon. And it's the law of tears on the face of God. That the people on the earth, they, they have messed up. They have got, there's fire. That God is now, Telling the angels to go back to hell and add some other woods to the fire so that the thing can be burning. <laughs> and then when they describe it to people like this, they say, Olu wagba wow. Wapale tunwamo olu wagba wow. They are condemned. He said, I don't take pleasure on you. It doesn't mean that it's sad, but he's saying that I delight in your greatness, in your joy, in your breakthrough. In making sure that your faith yields profit for you. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. All our friends' ties are blessed. The word we have received, we receive them with joy. We are established in the knowledge of that truth. We receive grace to go meditate those words. And then we receive grace to hear your voice concerning the matters in our life. Every detail, every matter. We receive grace to hear your voice and we pray earnestly. We pray, you know, heartfelt prayers 
to be able to release those promises, to speak those promises into being. And as we speak them into being, we experience instruction, we receive instruction to carry out. And as we carry those instructions out, we enjoy patience to bet those those promises physically in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word by Pastor Tucker Officer, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234-8035-858047 or send a mail to tokwaiofisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.